you want you to know that you're listening to Shekinah Glory Ministries. The song is Before the Throne. And that's where we are today here as you tune in to Inside the Pages presented by Cornerstone Apostolic, a Cornerstone Church of Grace. That is the Cornerstone of Grace located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. We're going before the Lord in a word of prayer. So while this particular uh, song is, is being played and ministering to your spirit, you know, you want to seek the Lord and take this opportunity to, to call upon his name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Again, the Shekinah Glory ministry before the throne. Jesus.
Jesus. Jesus. Lord, that's what we want to be. We want to be in your presence. Lord God, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you, Lord God, for your grace and your kindness. We thank you, Lord God, for waking us up this morning, giving us an opportunity to seek you while you can be found. Lord, we honor you, Lord God, for who you are. We honor you, Lord God, for what you are doing in our lives. We honor you, Lord God. Lord, we thank you for your kindness. We thank you, Lord God, for your mercy. Lord Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for blessing us today, waking us up this morning, giving us an opportunity to seek you while you can be found. Lord God, we thank you, Lord. We thank you for who you are. We thank you, Lord God, for blessing each one that is under the sound of my voice, each one that will that is making their way to service this morning. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, for each one, Lord God, that will be listening later. Lord Jesus, we bless you, Lord. Lord Jesus, we came for no other purpose than to bless your name. Lord God, we came for no other reason than to give you glory and honor. Lord, we came for no other reason than to hear what you have to say. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. Bless your name, Savior. Lord, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for this opportunity. We thank you, Lord God. We pray and ask that you would help us to seek your face. Help us, Lord God, to know who you are, to know your will, to know your ways, O oh God. Lord Jesus, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Bless you, Lord God. Lord, remember those that are sick in their body. Lord, remember those that are have requests, Lord Jesus, unspoken requests. 
Lord God, you know the financial needs of each individual. Lord God, you know those that are going to job interviews that they have properly prepared for the interview. They've studied, they've asked questions, they've looked up information. You said study to show ourselves approved unto you and unto men. Lord Jesus, thank you. Bless them that have studied, that have properly prepared and stir up the mind and heart of those that have not, that they should follow and do the same. Lord Jesus, so that you may open the door of opportunity for them. Give them the answers to questions that they may not have been in, exposed to during their studies. Lord, you said that whatsoever we ask of you, that if we asked in your name, Lord, you said you would bring things back to our remembrance. Lord Jesus, those things that we have heard, those things that we have been taught. Lord, and I pray for both that within the spirit and that which is natural. Lord Jesus, thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Lord, you know my request today. Lord Jesus, I ask that you would bless the souls, each one under the sound of my voice. Each one, Lord God, that submits themselves unto you. Each one that is seeking to do your will. Lord bless you, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Those that are tearing for the Holy Ghost, ask that you would bless them. Fill them with your spirit, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. Lord Jesus, we'll be careful to give your name the praise. We'll be careful to tell of your goodness and your glory. We ask these blessings in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Bless you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Come on. I know you still have more thank yous and praise in your hearts to give unto the Lord. We can take the entire service and just bless his name. Hallelujah. And give glory and honor to his name. There's no other name under heaven whereby we must be saved. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Bless your name, Savior. Bless your Lord. Come on, you have to get out of yourself when they come to praising God to press past everything. Press past the, the, your normal thing of doing, of giving God a verbal praise. You have to press in your spirit. The Bible said out of your belly flows rivers of living water. Have you tapped into that yet? If you haven't tapped into where living waters flow from, then you have fallen short. You've fallen short. Mighty God, mighty God, bless your Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. The Bible said his anointing destroys yokes. His anointing, not your anointing, his anointing makes the difference. Bless your Lord God. Bless your name, Jesus. Bless your Lord. Bless your Lord. Bless your Lord. Thank you, Jesus.
Mighty God. Mighty God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Bless your name, Savior. Bless your Lord God. Bless your name, Savior. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We have spent the entire 40 hours plus some at work. We have gone and been places and have not taken time to give God a thorough praise. We've been occupied doing everything else. But this is the hour. This is the time that we can give him the praise that we didn't give. And that's why we have to go at it. You got to pour your heart out to God. Thank you, Lord. I don't mean telling him everything that's wrong. I mean, give him praise, magnify him, and he'll handle everything else. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. He'll take care of everything else. He said, if I be lifted up, I'll draw all men unto me. If he be lifted up, you don't know what a game changer it will be. Lift him up. Lift him up. Bless your Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Mighty God, bless your name, Savior. Bless your name, Lord God. Bless your Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord God. Again, we want to welcome you to Inside the Pages, presented by the Cornerstone of Grace, located at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California. Sunday praise and worship begins at 9 a.m., Wednesday Bible study at 7 p.m. And we believe the Bible is the word of God. You're not going to persuade me otherwise. Therefore, we're faithful. I hope you're not persuaded any way or any otherwise either. Therefore, we're faithful. We're bold. We've the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God. If you're looking for a church home growth ministry, I want to invite you to join us, grow with us, and be blessed with us. I'm not looking for fluff. You know, a lot of places get fluff. But if you want some substance, you want God's word, then continue to pray for us as we're praying for you. You know, I'm a strong believer that, that the people should pray, Lord. Bless your word to come through that minister. I don't want to hear the minister's opinion. I don't want to hear philosophy. I don't want to hear a whole bunch of other stuff. But I want to hear your word because your word is the anchor of our souls. It is your word that brings about salvation. It is your word that increases our faith. It is your word that changes everything. The man's daughter was at home sick. And he said, he said, I have authority over others. If you would just send your word, I know everything will be all right. I, I paraphrased it, but everything would be all right if he sends his word. So I, I don't want to hear from the bishop. I don't want to hear from the overseer, the district elder. I don't want to hear from the prelate. I want to hear from God. I want to hear from God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. This time we're going to have our opening scripture. Then we're gonna we're going to magnify the Lord and we're gonna continue on in his word. Blessed is the man that walked not in the counsel of the ungodly, 
nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. And he shall be like the tree planted by the rivers of water that bring forth his fruit in, in his season. His leaf shall also not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are, but are like the chaff which the wind driveth away. Therefore, the ungodly shall not stand in the, stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall Acts 2, 46 and 47. And they continued daily with one accord in the temple. And breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with singleness, with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily such as should be saved. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his word. Truly, we thank and praise God for his goodness and his grace. This is the day that the Lord has made, and we can rejoice and be glad in it. I hope you are rejoicing. But if you are, if you're dealing with a situation right now, whatever it is, I don't have to know the details of it. God does. And so he's the one that's going to make the difference, not me, not anyone else. God can use me, he can use someone else to make a difference. But the change, the change, the change occurs with him. And so uh, we're going to move on forward. I was looking for uh, something this morning, but, uh, and I'm still looking for something to happen. I, I'm telling you, I, I'm walking with a certain expectation. But I'm going to ask you, and this, this, just a little bit of the song before we go into the word of God. You might know this song, you might not, but if you pray with me and everything will be all right. As I was consecrating uh, this week, uh, this particular melody came into my heart. You know, it's a melody that I heard from way back in the day, used to hear. And some song you may remember that church mothers would sing, or uh, maybe there was a sister or a deacon or a brother or somebody that, that sung a song and and it's maybe wasn't a song that you really sung but all of a sudden today it it has some type of meaning for you and so uh, uh, this particular song was just ringing in my heart it says all of my life I'll say yes Lord all of my life, I've been blessed, Lord, because you've given me thy salvation. I'll say yes, yes, yes to my Lord. All of my life, all of my life. I'll say yes, Lord, all of my life, 
I've been blessed, Lord, because you've given me thy salvation. I'll say yes, yes, yes to my Lord all of my life. All of my life, I'll say yes, Lord. All of my life, I've been blessed, Lord, because you've given me thy salvation. I'll say yes, 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 to my Lord. The, the songwriter goes on to say, Lord, you've given me, Lord, you set me free from the sin sick and the loss. I will, I just want to testify that I love you and I'll praise you till the day I die. I'll never be able to count up the cost all I can do is to praise you. Live a saved life and thank you because you've given me thy salvation. I'll say yes, yes, yes to my Lord. Lord, you've given me, and Lord, you set me free from the sin sick and the lost. I just want to testify, I'll love you to the day I die. I'll never be able to count up the cost. All I can do is praise you, live a saved life, and thank you because you've given me thy salvation. I'll say yes, yes, yes to my Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord. That's that's my testimony. That's my song today. That I'll say yes to the Lord. I was fasting during the week and that song fell in my spirit. I don't take it lightly because it wasn't a song that I was listening to. I wasn't listening to that at the gym. I wasn't listening to that at home or it never came up in any of the movies that I was watching or binging on you know, or anything like, I, I like to binge through series while I'm studying uh, for school and stuff. Yes, I I, I study. I like reading. I've learned the value of it. And so it, I enjoy it. And so, you know, but that song was not in there at any place. And it fell in my spirit and I had to Google and look it up. What is this song that I'm hearing? You know, and and then bless the Lord with it. I think God wanted to hear that. And he wanted to hear it from me. You know, and he wanted to hear from you. You, you got to speak personally about your relationship with God, you know, 
it's it's not that that I'm I'm it's it's not just exclusively mine. And he has all of us in mind, but you know, but I, I take it very personal too. He wanted to hear that from me and thank you for joining in and you know, humming to it and, and singing to it and you know, and even thinking about it afterwards. We're gonna go into the book of Mark, and I'm I'm so excited about the Lord. I'm excited about what he is doing. I'm just excited because of him. I'm excited. Mark, the first chapter, beginning at the 14th verse. Now, I trust that you're praying with me, that you're praying for me. So, Lord, remember Pastor Carl Henderson. Remember him. Remember what you've asked him to do. Remember what he is committed to. Remember your servant. Thank you, Jesus. I feel like running around the church right now. I, I feel a praise. My bones are, are uh, with my spirit within this tabernacle that I reside in is, is quickened this morning. Actually, it didn't just start this morning, but it's quickened. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The Bible says, now, after that, John was put in prison. We all know who John was, John the Baptist, the one that came heralding uh, before the Lord, uh, preparing the hearts of the people. And that's what I'm doing. I am preparing the hearts of people and all those that will listen to me, all of those that are my prayers that, Lord, give them ears to hear and hearts to receive. When we go out witnessing, we, we go out witnessing uh, uh, to ask people about coming to church and telling them about the Lord and, you know, and, and hoping that they have hearts to hear and uh, that the words fall upon good ground. That's what John was doing. And so the Bible says now after John was put in prison, preaching will get you in trouble. Yes, it will. Preaching the gospel will get you in trouble. Telling somebody about Jesus, you don't have to be a preacher. Jason was not a preacher, but the gospel got him in trouble. And you'll find you're going to run across that tax. It got him in trouble, got him cast in jail. It, I, the, the deacons have assignments to, to, to read certain uh, scriptures and, you know, to study the word of God. And but listen, you, you ought to have some have the ministers in your congregation that this is just me but you know each one should have an area that they are focusing and specializing in in the gospel uh, so that the load is not on one person but it gives them an assignment to help uh, the ministry and so i have the, the deacon uh, this particular deacon in the book of Luke and the book of Acts since the since Luke has written he authored uh, he's credited for both of those uh, epistles but listen John was in prison got he got in trouble the gospel because he told uh, someone that man it's not cool for you to be fooling around with your brother's wife you know that sounds like a Tyler Perry movie 
you know, you watch Tyler Perry movies and they, they all screwing around with everybody. And, you know, I, I wonder, I'm like, man, is that the only thing that, that sells on the market? You know, there's some good movies that don't, that don't have uh, everybody committing adultery and everybody, uh, you know, doing different things. I'm not saying that that's not going on, but is that the only thing that we can make a movie about? And so John is in prison because he told, just like what I'm saying or just said, that it's not cool for you to have your brother's wife. And she didn't like it. And so the day came that there was a party. And you can go back and read this for yourself. But there was a day that came where there was a party. And her daughter, she was dropping it like it was hot. And some of y'all don't get out there and try to drop it like it's hot because you, you may not be able to pick it back up. But she was dropping it. She was twerking and doing whatever she was doing of that day. And she got them all excited. And he said, you can ask whatever you want of me. You can ask for riches up to happy. He was he made an offer that she couldn't refuse. And she didn't know what to do with that. She went back to her mother and her mother didn't think of, she wasn't concerned about the money because she had him. She had political pool. So she already had the riches that she needed. So she thought, and she said, ask for John, John's head. I'm gonna get even with this man telling us what we can do and what we can't do. I heard a woman say that uh, it just so happened to be a woman that said it. Uh, he don't want me to have no friends. John don't want me to have no friends is what she was saying. Now, what that means is you, you people already know is that she was fooling around and they refer to them as friends. You don't want me to have no friends. And, and so we go and so ask for John's head to be brought on a platter. And so she went back and made that request. Well, the Bible said Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. Jesus came preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God. If you don't think you have anything to talk about, talk about the kingdom of God. That's what Jesus was doing. He talked about the kingdom of God. And he said, the time is fulfilled and the kingdom of God is at hand. And so since the kingdom of God is at hand, he says, repent ye and believe the gospel. Change. Stop what you're doing. If you've been following with us in the book of Genesis, Abram or Abraham was 99 years old and the Lord told him to walk before me and be perfect. Cut out the shenanigans. Change. Repent. And believe the gospel. That's what God is calling us to do. Believe the gospel. Now, as he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon. And Andrew, his brother, casting a net 
into the sea. They were fishers. And he said unto them, come ye after me. And I will make you become fishers of men. And straightway they forsook their nets and followed him. And when he had gone a little further, thence he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who also were in the ship mending their nets. And straightway he called them, and they left their father Zebedee in the ship with the hired servants and went after him. I just want to reemphasize and talk a little bit this morning about the call. We used to sing a song, uh, at least I recall the song being sung softly and tenderly, Jesus is calling. All ye sinners, oh sinners come home and, you know, and I don't exactly remember, but I do remember enough of it that the song would be sung uh, at the end of the message and the altar would fill up. The altar would fill up with people going, being touched by what they heard. The call is not stopped. The call is still going. So the question is, is can you hear the call? Do you hear him? A call, as you know, is made many different ways. As a child, uh, when I, I was, I would hear my full name being called, it, it did something. It did something. I was watching a, a soccer game. I was at a soccer game with, for, for children and we're, we're all parents are there and we're watching the soccer game. And a little toddler kept kind of going towards the sideline and mom would say, hey, get back over here. And he kept trying to go out on the field because the toddler saw her brother out there playing and started to wander onto the field and, you know, and because she was excited immediately, Heard the mother say, Tina Marie Osborne. I, I just made that name up. But she called the child's name out, the full name of the child, and the child stopped immediately. Stopped in her tracks. There's something about your full name being called out. And if you've ever experienced it, then you know. I, I know that. When I heard my full name, that meant trouble. That, that meant trouble. I'm not going to go there and tell you about that trouble. But that's what it meant. Maybe you remember something similar happening to you. Some calls we expect. And then there are other calls that are unexpected. There are calls that we get that we didn't anticipate those early morning calls when i hear the phone ring at certain hours 3 a.m my phone rings at 3 a.m pacific time 7 6 and stuff eastern and you know i get these calls and I know something is wrong when i hear it and, or a late night call i know something is up it's, it's alarming i really don't want their call but you got to respond to it there are calls that we find unbelievable. 
when we get them. And, and, and when I say unbelievable, I don't mean in a negative way. Is that you were hoping for that call? And you, but even though the call came and it was good news, it was it was still unbelievable. And sometimes we our testimonies are saying that we didn't believe God would do it. Yeah. Some when when Miriam and they, they went across the Red Sea, the uh, God looked through the cloud and looked at Pharaoh and 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 blew from his nostrils and the, and the waters congealed. The Bible, they congealed. And the, the land that was once wet became dry and they crossed over. Miriam, uh, 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 Moses' big sister, took the tambourine and began to play. She wasn't playing because she believed God. She was playing because this was unbelievable. See, at, she wasn't playing. They wasn't praising God. God, we know that you could do this and that you will if it's your will. It was when they crossed over that she began to give God praise. And that praise was not a praise because she knew he was going to do it. It was a praise because of the deliverance that he did do it. She didn't believe that. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Keep following us on Wednesdays. But listen, listen. The Bible tells us in 1 Samuel, the third chapter, it says, and the child Samuel ministered unto the Lord before Eli. And the word of the Lord was precious in those days. The word of the Lord was precious in those days. The word of the Lord was precious. And there was no open vision. There was no open vision. And it came to pass at that time when Eli was laid down in his place and his eyes began to wax dim that he could not see. And ere the lamp of God went out in the temple of the Lord. There are a lot of beautiful edifices. They're illuminated with lights, colored lights, white lights, various lights. But the lamp of God has gone out. Don't, don't be deceived because it's beautiful, because it's televised, because it's packed house. Don't believe that the lamp of God is, is lit. It might sound good. Remember, I, I talked about emotionalism. People walk in their own anointing. But the lamp of God, if the lamp of God is not lit in the temple, then it's all in air. Well, wait, well, Pastor, how can you say that? Read the word of God. It, uh, ah, well, let, let's not go ahead of ourselves. The Bible said, and air, the lamp of God went out in the temple of the Lord where the ark of God was and Samuel was laid down to sleep. And the Lord called Samuel and he said, here I am. Can you say, will you say, here I am today? And he ran unto Eli. And said, here I am, for thou callest me. Said, I didn't call you, I, I call you not. Like, Go lay down. Go back to bed, boy. And so he went and laid down. 
And the Lord called again, Samuel. And Samuel rose and went to Eli and said, here I am. And by this time, he, Samuel might have thought he was playing a little game there. He wasn't sure. For thou didst call me. And he answered, I call not my son. Lie down again. Now Samuel did not yet know the Lord. He wasn't familiar with the Lord's voice. He wasn't familiar with this happening in his life. There are some things that are going to happen in your life as, as God urges you into where he wants you to be that you are not yet acquainted with. And so he was, uh, Samuel did not know the Lord, neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed unto him. So even though he was there in the presence of another of a minister at the temple, he had not yet come to know the Lord like he would. Ministers, pastors, don't expect everybody to catch it all overnight. And you know, you've heard it said that in order to clean the fish, you must catch the fish first. Don't expect them to know and understand everything at once. It's going to take a little time. And certainly that's what we're here for. The eighth verse says, and the Lord called Samuel again the third time. And he arose and went to Eli and said, here am I. For thou didst call me. Eli gets it now and says, he perceived that the Lord had called the child. Therefore, Eli said unto Samuel, go lie down and it shall be if you if he called thee. Thou shall say, speak, Lord, for thy servant here. You ain't got to get out of bed. Speak, Lord. I'm listening. In your late hours, your early morning, sometime God is speaking to you. You need to just go ahead and just. And say, Lord, speak. Give God your undivided attention to hear what he is saying. So Samuel went and laid down in his place. And the Lord came and stood and called as other times. Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel answered, speak, for thy servant heareth. And Samuel, a child, didn't understand none of this at first. And, and you're not going to get it all. Just answer him. When you hear the call, just answer him. Now, it was a strange time, similar to today. The word of the Lord is precious today. It was precious then, but there was no open vision. Where are the visionaries at today? Where are the dreamers today? Joel said that in the last days, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and daughters, uh, your sons and daughters, and they're going to they're going to prophesy and they're going to dream dreams. And your old man, they're going to they're going to have vision. Your old man, they're going to have dreams. Where is it at today? It was not a limited statement that it would just be uh, only for the ministers. It's for anyone that answers the call. Are you willing to answer the call? 
you know, I don't even have to talk about what we do with our cell phones. We all know we, we put on silent mode, night mode and all of that kind of stuff. And we don't want to, you know, we, we're very selective as far as, uh, you know, if it, if it looked like it's spat and we're not answering it, we're going to block it. We're going to uh, say that, we, you know, we're going to do all of that. Artificial intelligence been existing for a long time. But listen. When I say vision, I am not talking about someone telling you that in three days you're going to get a check in the mail. And telling you this in the month of April, May, you know, because you've already filed your taxes, you're going to you, you going to get a check anyway if, if the government took out more than what they were supposed to. So that's not a prophetic word. That was just the fact of something some people have been told you're going to get something in set three few days and they done walked around, went to the mailbox, opened it up day after day and did nothing come. I'm not talking about those prophets. Yeah, they're prophets, but there are some prophets that are failing prophets. They, they were don't come to pass as they say. No, people can read your body language. And and. and and build a whole message upon you based off of your body language. I was in a service and we're talking with a with a, a minister at the end of the service and and that we were discussing that. And really it came up because of him. There's no time to play games. The word of God is and there was no visions. I want to hear what God has to say. I want to hear his word and I want him to send a vision. When I say vision, we're not talking about the shenanigans that has been mentioned. But what you need to hear and obey according to the word of God. The Bible paints a grim picture, a fearful picture. Because it says it came to pass in that time when Eli was laid down in his place and his eyes began to dim. He was not in the best state of being. He could not see. And it was an air. The lamp of God went out in the temple where the ark of God was. That is a problem to allow things to become disorderly in the house of God in the name of or ignoring and not saying anything when things are out of order. At that time around 550 BC parallel to 2023, flesh was on parade. Worship service became a show. Entertainment. Preaching is an exhibition. Everyone was anointed, but no yokes was being destroyed. If the yoke is not destroyed, then there's no deliverance. Mighty God, bless your name, Jesus. Deliverance. 
how many times the same person, an individual has to come to the altar for the same thing repeatedly. It is not because God cannot deliver them. It is because they are not letting it go. You got to let it go. You can't carry it around. You can't. The enemy is, is cruel, shrewd. The enemy ain't going to just release you. But when the anointing shows up, and I'm not talking about running, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about your complete obedience. That when you feel it itching, I'm itching, I'm scratching. I want to give it. I feel my flesh trying to give, desiring to give in. The Bible says that when we we are tempted, let no man say he's tempted of God. It says that we're tempted because there, there's something within our own heart that we're yielding to. You ain't got to yield. We all know how to resist. You resist people before. You resisted the enemy before. But when it's something you like doing, you're going to keep doing it until you stop liking it. So stop. To sin or not to sin is within our power. Bless your Lord. Bible tell us to present our bodies. It speaks to each of us to present our bodies as living sacrifices, holy and acceptable unto God. You didn't say God was going to present our bodies as living sacrifice. It said for us to do that. So that means we take a stand. We take a stand. Not to yield to unrighteousness. Preachers no longer are no longer spiritual leaders, but consider themselves to be motivational speakers. Incorporating the scriptures. Taking on celebrity statuses. They don't get their hands dirty. They don't believe in the methodology that Jesus used in his day. It don't fit in 2023. They cast out devils in that day. Today it is we are defining and working on people from the inside out instead of recognizing that people are demon possessed. I'm not saying everyone is. Some people are oppressed. Some people are depressed. Those are all spirits that work against individuals, whether you are in church or out of church. Let's look at Matthew 7, 22nd chapter, 22nd verse, I'm sorry, chapter 7. It says, many shall say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, we have we not prophesied in your name? Listen to this dialogue going on here. Have we not prophesied in your name? And in your name, we cast out devils. And in your name, we did many wonderful works. They prophesied, they preached. They held their ears, they kicked their legs up. They, they had the, the, the crowd standing on their feet. And even got some snippets on TikTok. Some snippets and Facebook, some snippet on other social media platforms. 
cast out devils in your name. We got it on film. Got on digital video. We did wonderful works. We built a few things. But where was the light at? The Bible said it, there was an error because the lamp and the temple of God went out. And so they professed, and he said, I don't know, I never knew you. You workers of iniquity. So the Bible said, therefore, whosoever hear these sayings of mine and doeth them. Whoever hears what I'm saying, whoever hears the call of my voice. I said, my sheep know my voice and another they will not follow. So if you hear what God is saying and you do them, I'll liken him unto a wise servant. That's what you want. You want God to say that you're wise. You're a wise servant. Have you considered my servant Job? He eschews evil. He hates evil. Have you considered my servant Wayne? Have you considered my servant Carl? Have you considered my servant Monique? Have you considered my servant? Have you considered them? There's a wise people because they're they're what I'm saying and they're doing it. They read it for themselves in the word and they're doing it. I like him as a wise man or build a house upon a upon a rock. It's stable. The Bible tells us in the 22nd chapter, many are called, but few are chosen. So many are called. but may not be selected at the end. So see, when you get the call, you're gonna to have to be consistent with being faithful. You don't wanna be called and then not chosen. This will not be like a business meeting where you can negotiate your way through it. No, your negotiation, my negotiation with God is I say yes to your will. Yes to your way. Yes. Whatever you're telling me. Yes, Lord. I don't have to understand it. And there are a lot of things I don't understand, but I'm still saying yes. Okay. I'm going to do that. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. I don't have to fully understand it. But but just the mere fact that you call. Ring, ring. No, listen. Just the mere fact that you call, I'm answering. Are you answering? They had a testimony that they prophesied in, in his name, that they cast out devils in his name. Uh, they used his name to do it. And they took the glory of it too. And with all that, he says, I, I don't know you. The game changer and all of this is when you hear the Lord saying, and you do it. Now, the call could be audible. The call could be demonstrative. I'm even going to go as far as say the call could be a message in the bottle, as long as you get the call. The call can be a, a secret sign. Don't nobody else have to hear the call. Don't nobody else have to see it. As long as you received it, 
and it's of God is going to be backed up in his word. It's a call. John was on the Isle of Patmos and he heard a call. He said it was like many waters. He heard the thunder and he heard the, the roar. And he heard the noise. Every call is not like that. Some calls is a still small voice as Ezekiel. I look for him in the earthquake. I look for him in the rocks. While I look for him in the fire. I look for him in the wind. But he was none of those places. He was a still small voice. John received a call. And he was to echo the message to all the pastors and the churches to do something. Do something. Martin Luther King was sitting in a Birmingham jail. And he called out to all the spiritual practitioners of that day to stop hiding. Some people see and know that there's a need, but yet they hide. To get off the sideline and do something about the injustice that 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 mirrors the and, and the hidden injustices of that day, which are still present today. Now, I know that you can argue, you might want to argue, some may want to argue that, well, no, it's not like it was in, 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 in 1963. It's not, it's not like it was in 1863. It wasn't, it's not like it wasn't. Listen, those were individuals that were being used by spirits. Spirits don't die. Want that to resonate for a moment. Spirits don't die. Oppression is caused by spirit. Depression is caused by spirit. Persecution and injustices are at any level are caused by spirits. Human trafficking. The Trison, the Juno, the Alexander, the, the Mali, they were just a few ships that brought people over from their country over into a, a country that they took from someone else that was already occupying it, selling people into slave human trafficking. Hello, somebody. Today, people use cars to do the same thing. We have babies and children. Uh, being human trafficked, being kidnapped, being snatched away. Spirits. Raping, molesting, genocide. I was so sick as I was reading and studying uh, about how, you know, when I was, I remember Planned Parenthood and, and uh, you know, being named uh, among some things, you know, and it was all about perfect uh, helping people and low uh, and and low-income areas and stuff, only to find out that it was really about wiping out a, a, a group of people that they considered to be detestables. It was camouflage in the name of what they call Planned Parenthood. Better health. Yeah. Sterilizing people. Chemical warfare, which I've lived through right here in our streets thank god this is why i'm so grateful because it didn't take me out chemical warfare 
right here that you were exposed to. Some of our children don't know nothing about uh, the, the, the crack epidemic and anything, you know, what they would call, you know, that was chemical warfare being placed right in our own, it's a form of genocide. Leaving weapons. They, they want to put things on the laws. Oh, we passed another law because somebody was shot and killed by a, a juvenile. So we raised the age limit and there's a waiting period for them to get a gun. They did not go to the neighborhood gun store and buy the gun. So you never went to the core of the problem to solve it. You can find a med fly destroying a fruit crop. Know how to spray the insecticide and all of that stuff to to get away with it. And, but you can't find someone that, that's five, six feet tall selling weapons. Oh, is it because they're wearing a mask of white skin? I'm sorry. Not apologizing. Somebody might be offended. I'm, but is it because they're wearing a mask? Because they're hiding in broad daylight, wearing a suit and tie. Somebody's funding it. It sure isn't a poor black man or a poor Hispanic or poor Asian that's funding it. Somebody has the money to fund it. And all you can do is put a law on the book saying that you're raising the age limit, wait, waiting a, a, a waiting period instead of going to the core because you don't want to deal with the uh, what a person writes to bear arms. You don't want to go to the core and deal with the situation. That's a spirit. When you look at the sins that have been passed down, that's impacting everybody all the way from the top to the bottom, it's, it's at the top. It's at the top. We don't, we're not flying overseas to islands where there, where there are uh, 14-year-old girls to play their old men. We, we, ain't got them, we ain't doing that. Those are people with money that do that. I know, I'm, I'm, let me go on. Spirits don't die. Transgender transformation is being encouraged. It's being influenced into children. I was listening to the Glendale district having a, uh, a fight with some parents because they want to put sexual content in the library and, and allow the children, five, six-year-olds, to be to have access to it. Talking about they, they, they know how to make their own decisions. Who told you that? That's a spirit. That's a spirit. The Bible says for the parent to train up a child, but you want to make it easy and add spirit at this context. They're fighting to expose babies to sexuality. Taking rights of parents, voices. That's a spirit. We have to show up with fasting, but you can't show up if you don't get the call. Now, on June, on January 6th, you didn't get that call, but how many people did show up at the White House? Quite a few. But you didn't get that call. And that's not a call you're looking for. But you are looking for the call. 
You want to show what fasting and praying against the spirit. These are embodied spirits in high places. The Bible tell us, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand with against the wiles of the devil for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of darkness in high places, against spiritual wickedness. That's what we're warring against. So you need to answer the call. You need to answer the call. This is what, what Martin Luther in that Birmingham, he was telling the, the, the pastors and those that stood by watching the people get beat. You need to stand up and answer the call. This is what John was saying that, that God is telling him to tell the pastors, to tell them to answer the call, stop ignoring what's going on. Now, as Jesus walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and Andrew's brother casting a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And Jesus said unto them, come ye after me, and I will make you fishers of men. Come, come. Straightway they forsook their nets and followed him. Everyone did not follow him. Oh, bless your Lord Jesus, mighty God. Simon and Andrew were not the only people that was present, but they responded. And when he had gone a little further, by this time people see that Jesus is walking with, with, with Simon and Andrew. Didn't somebody stop to think and say, hey, what's going on? Where y'all going? And when he had gone a little further, he saw James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, who also were in the ship, many their nets. And straightway he called to them, come. And they left their father Zebedee in the ship with the hired servants and went with him. Why didn't anyone else move? Why didn't some of the hired servants say, hey, I, I want to go? Everybody is not going to respond, but you ought to respond. When they came to Capernaum, Jesus was preaching and calling out. The call might be Vini, come. Might be in German, come in. Might be in Swahili. No. All meaning the same thing, come. It don't have to be in Western culture language. The idiom could be in any language. Lay in Chinese. All meaning the same thing, come. What action will you take today? Will you come? It's just as plain as that. Jesus is calling and we need to respond to the call. We need to respond by doing what we know is right to do. We need to respond by being prayerful. Man should always pray and not faint. We need to respond with kindness, being compassion to others. As we know, spirits are spirits. I can't emphasize this enough.
spirits are at work. They're at work. Listen, when you pay attention to the news, when you pay attention to things going on, people leave the accidentally leave the microphone on and go into the room, take a break and say things like, as one politician said, I don't, I'm tired of talking to that Negro, not knowing that the mic caught him. Others have done the same thing. Not knowing the microphone caught them. And then they want to apologize publicly. I'm sorry. No, you get caught and you're trying to say it's too late. You can't save face out of your heart. Oops, I didn't mean to say that. Yes, you did. It was in your heart. And now it's out in the open. I, I heard my godmother used to say that the truth is like an air bubble. I'm reminded of that because as I was cleaning up my mess in the kitchen and I was running dishwater, and, you know, and I had stacked the dishes all night and nice and neatly and put soap and stuff in the water and I, the dishes begin to shift and move. And I'm like, oh, that's the air pockets and bubbles that are being released in the sink. The truth is like that. It, truth is going to rise up no matter how you try to suppress it, no matter try, how you try to hold it down. The truth will come up. It's going to come up. We're in spiritual warfare. Needless to say, it's not going to end until the Lord called the church home. But until then, will you take up the arms of a prayerful life? Will you pray, anoint and pray for your children before they leave home? Will you pray for those on your jobs? They don't have to know. Just just hold them up in prayer. Watch what difference it makes by you calling their name out. Pray. Pray. The Bible said that Elijah was a man of like spirit. And he prayed and said the Lord. And the rain stopped for some years. And when he prayed again, the rain started. But he was just like you and I. He was like you and I. And so you have the same the same influence with God as he did. You just have to take the time and use it. Will you take the time and use what God is, is saying to us? Will you pray, anoint the children and be faithful unto the Lord? Be faithful. We're living in perilous times. I know it might look like it. Oh, well, things are better than what they were. Yeah, things are a lot better than what they were in many instances. But the Bible also warns us that the love of many would wax cold. It tells us that where there's more sin, there's more grace. And so God's got this. But make sure you hear the call and that you answer the call. Don't ignore the call. Because the day is coming that there's going to be a call that you're going to not want to miss. Thank you, Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I thank you for your kindness. Thank you for your word today. Thank you, Lord God, for each one under the sound of my voice, each one that will be listening later. God, thank you. Thank you, Lord God, for your kindness. Lord Jesus, we'll continue to give you the praise and give you the glory as we obey your word in Jesus' mighty name. 
Lord, thank you. Now may the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in our sight, hence now and forevermore. In Jesus' mighty name, be blessed. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen.